1: Browsing through Rotten Tomatoes just mm-hmm. to see what uh, what life is like uh, on the on the RT side of things and now that yeah uh, weird, we have no there's movies nothing
0: coming out yeah
1: yeah so they've changed everything to streaming so you got fresh new indie movies on streaming top streaming movies TV and films like the, the Lighthouse and Color Out of Space are highly um, highly rated. Uh, For some reason, like, like, how do you give the lighthouse a 90 and then I mean, it, and then in, in the same vein, give uh, the Invisible Man a 91?
0: No, I mean, come on, Arturo, don't you know, it's cinema. It is. Uh, um, mm, oh, yeah, it's mm, highbrow
1: cinema, right? Mm, mm,
0: peak cinema. This is this is film.
1: At yeah, its no, finest. it's all about the celluloid. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right.
0: <laughs> well, look, man. Like, um, they're they're fine. They're good. Like, I color out of space. I don't really understand. Eighty like, six. Yeah. I, I don't mean, I like, listen. Like, he liked it. Like, but it was more like a. It was a more tolerable. Like,
1: yeah. It was an eighty six percent
0: yeah it was like you appreciate it for what it does and the fact that like it's you can follow it at all but yeah like, it's not, it's I think not I like gave a, the
1: lighthouse um, a four or something like that
0: yeah cause like it's it, that's oh, that's I, one of those listen, movie Whatever, movies. I guess yeah. you know
1: it wasn't intended for me you know so
0: yeah I mean I'm glad people somewhere like it but like you know then you have to question it it's like are you do you really like it or are you just going, oh, man, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen, you know? Like, just you – because know, eh. that's what happens a lot with, like, um, some of the more prominent director movies and shit like that. You know, like – the um, like, uh, uh, well, I want to say Martin Scorsese, but he has some good shit. So, like, The Irishman was, like, a good example of this recently, right? Where it was – it was released on Netflix, it's like over three hours. It's good it has some good performances in it, but like at the same time I'm like, yeah, it's not one of those movies where I'd be like, Oh man, I can't wait to see it again. Such a you know, it it's a
1: film. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. not departed, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like it's it's no departed. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, no, I mean I get
1: it i get it but um
0: then i always feel like you know i don't i don't want us to feel like we're off the mark just because we're like yeah they were good but they weren't like you know i but hopefully if if anyone's here right if people are listening to us then (laughs) yeah then you know i I hope they they agree with our taste a little bit
1: i know at at least and if that's the case if you are listening to us and welcome (laughs) to the 29th episode of the morgue the official corpse feed podcast um and with me as always through the thick and thin is uh nick valdezicalebook.com howdy tex howdy everybody what's going on man i'm doing all right
0: how are you doing Arturo?
1: um i am all right you know Uh, i'm all right just trying to fill the void yeah, we're making um, adjustments you know, like
0: Rotten Tomatoes, right? Just ex- moving to <laughs> exactly, just moving to
1: to others to others vehicles of, uh, of entertainment, yeah. I guess. You know? <laughs> yeah, like uh, like this past weekend, uh, we just went through WrestleMania. All right, yeah. The yeah. first time WrestleMania was two nights, um, yeah, because
0: yeah. it was too big for one night. But really, big. it's just because the you know the Rona. Kind it was of. too
1: big for one night, and obviously because of. Uh, of the coronavirus, the COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. They uh, yeah. had to postpone what was originally going to be an epic um, WrestleMania at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay. Right. And they moved it down to Orlando or up to Orlando or down to Orlando. I forget. Yeah, the, yeah. the logistics. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, to the Performance no shit, Center. right? Yeah, because <laughs> <No, no laughs> yeah, Tampa Bay is like to the side. Oh,
0: yeah. Mando,
1: no. Yeah. Oh, anyways. They yeah. moved it down to Orlando. Um uh, to the performance center where they do NXT and all that stuff. Um, and it was interesting. It was, um, it was a fun view. Um, but, uh, for this show in particular, um, this is not, go- this is not guerrilla press radio. Um, yeah, yeah. but uh, for this show, I, um, let's <laughs> we'll just talk about two, uh, two interesting matches that were honestly, I think the best of mania. It were the two cinematic matches as you can probably mm-hmm. call them. Right. Cause they mm-hmm. were uh, more along the lines of like a B movie. Yeah. <laughs> Than yeah. it was an actual wrestling match. So you yeah, got the was- Undertaker match right versus AJ Styles. which was a boneyard match. It was held in like a swamp, bayou graveyard looking setting, and uh, it like looked- it was
0: basically like they they went to the like the neighbor's house from the performance. Yeah, there. It, it looked <laughs> like
1: it looked like a graveyard scene from Buffy's in the nineties. Yeah, um, they they <laughs> legit
0: just went down the street from the performance center and found that place. It's,
1: it's like, so. oh sweet, look at this grass, look at this patch of grass. We can do stuff. Yeah, here. it's that's Florida, man. That's that's what it was. <laughs> so yeah, they so they like... uh they filmed up uh, what was kind of like it felt like watching uh, a Friday the thirteenth type of movie. Um yeah. where Undertaker just kept kind of going and going and AJ Styles was trying to thwart his uh, his progress at all costs. Um, and it was fun. It was a a cool nod to to kind of like some old school horror stuff you can see in the B movie side of things. And it was it was good. It was actually what um, was needed in the first night of WrestleMania. Um, it closed the show out in the first night of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun. Uh, what do you think about that match, Tex? No, it was it, it's
0: good. Like uh, it was it was the best of a bad situation. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Cause
1: that's the best way to put it.
0: Yeah, because this this mania thing, like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of there were a lot of reasons why they shouldn't have done it, you know. But at the same time, like, they did it, and you know, it
1: it's done, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like
0: that was done, but like they didn't have to go the extra mile like that. So that you know, because we we saw like the other matches are just in the performance center, like Raw and SmackDown and stuff, and like those were fine, but it's like. It, it was just that little extra bit, you know? Because they were like, oh, well, we're filming this anyway. Why not go theatrical with it? And that's the stuff you were like, I appreciate it. And like you said, you appreciate it. Because it's like, it made Taker cool for the first time in, like, years. I mean, like, yeah. when, when was when was the last time, like, any of his magic powers, like, actually meant something?
1: Yeah, like, know? yeah, word. Like, they actually were able to do what a Taker is able to you know a gimmick up in storyline um on um in a match on screen and a match that actually mattered like like a match on record you know uh yeah it was like it was
0: it was a return of biker taker yeah yeah,
1: exactly like this is the kind of stuff that you would get post raw like after raw finished their runtime and you get those like Three to five minutes of extra, like you know, time on TV, like you get this cool, mm-hmm. different stuff that they like to show the fans. Um, after the camera stopped taping, and you got some of like you know the very interesting, um, wrestling magic, but you got it on screen. Like you got it, like you got a wrestling match, a, a legit wrestling match in what should be its real form right in like a movie experience right because because wrestling mm-hmm. is, is like a, a soap opera you know it's like a drama and stuff like that and it should be mm-hmm. taken that way so now I, i'm upset they didn't go further with that though you know like they could yeah have, we could
0: have had more matches like yeah, in that the
1: way. whole the whole thing yeah. should have been a fucking like you know a movie it didn't do any justice to the ones that were actually in the performance center in my opinion because You got these two matches um, that were just kind of out there. And I guess it suited those matches because if it weren't for this COVID thing, those matches would have been in the stadium, right?
0: Yeah, they would have been like two minutes in the stadium. Like we – if without COVID, we would have had Taker coming out for 15 minutes – He, you know, he would have had the hat and coat on. He wouldn't have been biker taker. And he would have squashed AJ in, like, one tombstone. And that would have been it, you know? Yeah, probably, right? And the same thing for The Fiend and John Cena. Like, John Cena would probably, like... You know, that's the one where it's a little less clear. You know, like, who would have won in that situation? But it would
1: probably be John Cena. A funhouse match. Yeah, that was... That in and of itself was a question that's like, Oh, the match is over? Oh, like, how did that... How did he lose and no like who was was there was no ref and how did he actually lose because it they made it seem it was like um it was like you were hanging out in like a bad dream and like a bad friday the 13th i'm sorry a bad of um a nightmare on elm street movie where yeah it
0: was it was just going through like his characters and his career and the fiend was making him face against his worst fears, which were himself. Apparently,
1: yeah, exactly. Like it's
0: all the times he failed, and all the times the, like the the character of John Cena like got the crowd against him and all that stuff. And like it's it was a It was that one was the the more theatrical of the two because it wasn't like wrestling.
1: It wasn't it was, wrestling at all. It was it was all it
0: was all story. Yeah, it was all like story. It was, it was all uh, theater. Yeah, it's it's wild. Like. It, that it was approved, first of all. You
1: know, that it was approved to get this far. I'm telling you, because they were like, fuck it. Like, you know, we've, yeah, gone th- we've gone this far already. Let's just fucking throw it at them. And I'm and I'm glad that didn't finish the show like the previous cinematic match did the previous night, because yeah. it would have left the audience in a weird place after you've yeah, you finished cause watching. There's it. no wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, there it was, it was a wrestling. It was just. Uh, what, like the Mandible Claw got put on Cena and then it was a pin? That's it? A pin by Bray Wyatt? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah,
0: because yeah, it was more like a, a mental breakdown thing. And then it, it's wild because, like, you see all that and you expect it to, like, turn into an actual wrestling match for, like, five minutes or something, right? But yeah, but it didn't. It, it, it never does. And That was uh, ballsy. <laughs> it really is ballsy. And then stuff like the Vince McMahon puppet with the devil horns. Oh, that was... <laughs> I like that
1: shit. That, yeah, that's God, good, that's shit, good
0: shit, Yeah, like, the stuff like that that was approved, you know, like the NWO callbacks, the, like, the Hulk Hogan callbacks. Yeah, the, the, all that the, stuff was really good.
1: Um, yeah, the, and it goes to show you, like, they definitely, you know, went out of the box. Uh, they definitely leaned into the you know, the horror genre for a lot of these ideas. Apparently Bray Wyatt Mm -hmm. um, was the one who had the main input in terms of um, the whole structure um, of how it actually turned out. Um, which is pretty cool. Uh, so you, you can tell he was probably, you know, deep diving oh, yeah. into some kind of horror he, classics.
0: He did his, he did his homework, like, especially cause like he made a match from like 2006 matter with like, or no, what was it? It was like 2012 or some shit like that where he wrestled John Cena.
1: Oh yeah. And at, like a bunch of WrestleManias ago.
0: Yeah, it was forever ago that he wrestled
1: John Cena. That was a good way to kind of bring that match back and actually make this a feud, you know? Because you can't yeah. just have out of nowhere all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, and that just shows Bray Wyatt did his homework and John Cena, you know, the fact that he was long for the ride and was willing to, like, he committed to it too. It was a nice little show yeah. of, like, his little acting ability,
1: you know? <laughs> like, and to finally kind of, like, uh, you know, put Bray Wyatt over Cena Oh, time yeah. right. It, it took yeah. a while. Yo, you know what? Uh, what was weird too? Fucking, uh, I was listening to a Stone Cold um, on on uh, some podcast, and then he was talking about that time in the Performance Center where he did that Raw. You remember the Raw where the, uh, the people weren't there, right? And he was just talking about it and. He was like dude like it was the weirdest thing ever and he he mentioned something that I mentioned like a while ago just between us that let you know like now you need the performers you know like now you need yeah. people who can actually like talk on the mic and be able to entertain people you know because the whole thing is like not only do these people entertain a live show Um, They also entertain people at home. You know what I mean? So he just was talking about how crazy it is, how these guys are now, like, stepping up. And the ones who have stepped up are the ones that um, are the real entertainers, man.
0: Yeah, because you need, like, uh, they got used to that instant feedback. Yeah, so yeah. you need the ones who could survive without it, without that safety net, yeah. without the you know, without the um, the booze and the cheers that you all, like a lot of them rely on for these promos. And
1: it's funny because like uh, like it's uh, you would think that a lot of these people because it's choreographed and stuff that they can just kind of go ahead and do it. Like it, it just shows how much the you know the audience is needed in certain kind of occasions
0: yeah Yeah. like there's there's a lot that goes into it and the crowd is a crucial part even though they get super annoying all the time like a lot of the time i i hate the crowd you know Mm. the crowd sometimes the worst part but clearly like in a world without it i'm I want it back, (laughs) you know, like, I want the crowd back. Well, like, I mean, yeah, just for the the normal pops, you know, the the ones you'd expect, like the, you know, like stuff like Drew McIntyre winning should have gotten those cheers and like the Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins match probably needed some cheers
1: in it. The
0: Edge and Orton match needed more hype. So like a crowd would have been
1: all over that, you know? yeah, yeah, you know. But the show must go on; <laughs> it must go on. And, but I'd, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I look. guess you know what it's like. But now it just feels like okay, what now? Like like the, like the raw, for example, the raw after WrestleMania was trash. Yeah, they they should have taken a break. Like they, Mania, they should've. Mania,
0: Mania should have been it because they pushed it too far already. They already you know?
1: didn't. Like, and it's it's crazy. They have enough content where they can, you know, put anything on TV, Dude, on anywhere it. there's slots, bro. <laughs>
0: if that Funhouse wasn't an advertisement for, like, old Raws and stuff, then what was right? it for? Exactly. You know, like, show, just just be like, oh, tonight's Raw is a replay of, like... I don't know, NWO's debut on WCW. The Ruthless
1: Aggression era.
0: Yeah, or something (laughs) like that, right? You said Ruthless Aggression like 20 times
1: in the Funhouse series. I know. You have have a documentary about it. (laughs) I'm, I'm watching it, it's pretty darn good, so... They should have pimped that out.
0: They have plenty of classic content, like you said, and, and if not, they could always get by by showing some of the movies that, that WWE stars have been a part Dude, of. Dude, you know what? Like, I'm surprised.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised that the network doesn't actually have that, right? You yeah, think, like none like, of the movies. Like, hey, WWE listen.
0: Studios. Movies. I want to give yeah. the
1: Marine a chance, maybe, right, when I'm really bored. Like, why not put a, all the Marines on there? Why not put the See no Evils on there? The Triple H movies he did that were not good they were um, not good no yeah. i i
0: remember one specifically <laughs> i forget the name of it because the only thing i remember is that his uh oh the chaperone parent- right no no the it was chaperone the chaperone, was chaperone? A- no it was like an action movie with um oh parker posey was oh
1: it. blade trinity right that no. Was
0: it? <laughs> no 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 because so it, it was because they were together in blade trinity No, well, (laughs) I guess it was another movie he did, but the whole thing was another
1: horrible action movie.
0: Yes, yes. So, like, the whole thing was like his character had a thing for pickles. So, like, he was always like eating a pickle. (laughs) Ah, ah, What? And then like, I remember this specifically, I don't remember the name of the movie, but like the final scene of the movie, he's like in the car with Parker Posey, or maybe I'm mixing her up with somebody else, but like he, he's like in the car with her and then he like reaches in the back seat and it's a jar of pickles that he pulls out. <laughs> and I was just like, what is this movie, man? Time to play the game!
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it like, takes jar of pickles. But yeah, like dude, like it's a missed opportunity. They have a it bunch really of fucking movies that they've produced, like the Condemned with Stone Cold y- Steve Austin. Yeah, that right? one wasn't
0: bad. Uh, I I remember liking it. It was you know, it's a death it's a death game, you know, with prisoners and there's some cool fights in it. And like it was it was one of those movies where Stone Cold didn't have to do a lot. Cause yeah, because it's just like he was Stone Cold because he was Stone
1: know? Cold. That's the thing with Stone Cold, like with like all right, with certain like. When you are trying to transition from a wrestler to a movie star, right? Like you're yeah. gonna have to be able to kind of change it up a little bit. But Stone Cold, he's Stone Cold. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he can't do anything but Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and he is he he is Stone Cold. That's his thing. So um, yeah. he's always kayfabe.
0: Yeah, just live the gimmick. It's okay for you know, life. like that's why he has his broken skull IPAs. He has his show. That I want to try Cole that beer, man. US. Me too. It looks great. <laughs> I wonder where I can find it. You know, what's funny? Looks- like they don't
1: really p- pimp that beer out to it, like uh, as much as they should.
0: They should, cause like it looks like it fucks you up. Yo,
1: uh, especially now where you can actually ship alcohol like freely now.
0: Oh, dude, yeah, and like uh, it's crazy because like WWE is also produced like some wild movies you never expect, like Oculus. Do you know like Oculus is one of theirs?
1: You know what? I did remember seeing their title card and uh, yeah, you know, in the credits. But uh, you know, that's a good fucking movie, Mike Flanagan. It is a good movie. You know, that's yeah. Mike Flanagan's first real like feature. Yeah. Right? So fucking big ups to them. Um, <laughs> and, but but obviously, like they've had their fair share of stinkers too. You know, like all the marine shits. Oh yeah. Um, with, like, what, they're up to, like, the Marine 7 or something? With, like, The Miz and Becky Lynch or some shit like Yeah, that? the
0: last one they did was 6. I want to say the last one they did was 6. Like, because I remember specifically, Miz was, like, in a promo. He's like, you mean the Marine 4, 5, and 6 are the best movies? And I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Calm down, everybody. But, like, you know, it's it's
1: whatever you know, if
0: like chances are now more people are watching than ever. So you're right. Like maybe it's just licensing deals and stuff like that. I guess like,
1: yeah, yeah. Because they're not full, you know, they don't own all the rights, I guess, because you know, yeah, it, they have other people on those credits that need money. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, it's a streaming world now. So WWE better jump on this. Like, they better figure their shit out.
1: Speaking especially. of streaming worlds. We've been streaming movies fucking left and right, just catching up on random shit, right? Yes. It's, um, a, it's a very
0: Netflix world right now. Do yeah.
1: <laughs> very. You know what? Like, I'm, I'm really curious how they are monetizing. You know what I mean? Like, is it per stream? Is it like, does every stream like equate to a dollar amount?
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because they never, they never, sh- uh, they never share their data. They never, like, they don't announce, like, how much stuff is streamed. They don't, they don't give us any metrics in general. Like, they, and the times they do, it's like when they say, oh, this, like, something, so many million people watch Tiger King this week. Or, you know, or the, one of the weirdest ones they gave us was, like, uh, they, the number of starters, like, the one, the people who watch at least 15 minutes of a thing. I think that's how much they count. It's it's wild, and I guess that's why a lot of this stuff auto plays if you leave it on there too long.
1: <laughs> oh, so that counts as dollars right there?
0: Yeah, I guess that's what it is because there's no ad revenue or anything. So yeah, that's what like, I'm
1: saying. Like, it's not like you know they're selling tons of ads. It's Not like they're selling tons of ads with this Tiger King shit, yeah. or uh, or any of their of their other like big like Netflix things. Um, I remember when uh, Stranger Things four. Right, It was four. Season four? Three. No, three. Yeah, Um, we're waiting on season four. Yeah, when three came out, they were like, oh, um, people, uh, like over a million something people have watched the first eight episodes or something of, um, of Stranger Things season three. Within mm-hmm. the first like day of it dropping or something. So, like, they gave certain stats out, but it was always stats to kind of, you know, fluff their image, obviously. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: It's, it's always
1: vague. It's because, never, because yeah. you have a shitload of Netflix content that it goes by the wayside. You know, I mean, a shitload of Netflix original content, like, mm-hmm. like branded stuff that is just trash. And you have those one or two good shows that kind of, I guess, make up for like a good example would be like the witcher for example made up for all their trash shows um in 2019 probably in terms of like a profit margin or something right so like yeah. all the little shows they okayed were kind of they weren't washed but they were approved because they knew something like the witcher was going to drop and people were going to start fucking watching the hell out of that thing you know what i
0: mean yeah it's it's really weird yeah and then like that's why when you get like new stuff it's always buried under other new stuff you know it's it's almost impossible to like find things now unless you're yeah like looking for that thing specifically
1: but like you now the, the, like now their thing is too if you've seen it it's like they have this top 10. Like, right right off, like, oh, what's trending? It's like a Twitter fucking feed now. It's like, oh, what's Mm -hmm. trending on Netflix? But you're right. Like, for instance, like a movie like The Platform, for example, um, a movie we'll be talking about tonight on the cast. Um, We're going to go in depth and spoiler-rific kind of uh, um, review for that stuff. A movie like The Platform, for example, doesn't get the same recognition as this Tiger King thing that's going on. Mm. Or like a nailed it season, whatever that coming out or something, you know what I mean? Like, so you're right. So like a lot of the good stuff gets buried and, and the platform is um, a solid movie that like should have gotten a bit more push, especially like in the genre, um, in the genre circles. Um, A lot of people have been watching it. Um, We finally saw it uh, this past weekend and I liked it. I
0: liked it. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Good. i had because my problems
1: it, with it but i like yeah.
0: it <laughs> yeah i was worried because like i i was watching it uh the other day and i was texting you that i was watching it i was like oh have you seen this one and you're like yeah but i'll tell you after after you finish and i'm just like
1: "Ooh, yeah!" so, so the platform pretty much is a movie about a prison that um has it's a vertical prison that has this platform that on level zero they fill up with a banquet, a feast of just everything you can think of imaginable, that they mm-hmm. we begin to, we find out that it's actually the last meal that they would request. You know what I mean? In um, in like some application or something, right? Yeah, uh, it's like
0: what what's your favorite food kind of thing, and it, it's like what you know when. Okay, so the whole the whole thing of the matter is like you said, uh, it's in this building. There's like over we find out there's over three hundred floors. Yeah. And this it's a prison. this one yes, it's a prison. We this one guy volunteers to go in it. And when when he volunteers, he yeah, like you said, it's a last meal kind of thing. It's like what's your what's the food you really really want and what's an item you want. And so he wakes up, he finds himself in in a room with uh, a cross from another person who's in the same situation he's in. So everybody gets one thing and they're placed randomly on each one of these floors every month. And uh, I don't know, like,
1: they never specified the timetable when the platform goes down or anything. No, they, they never really get into the specifics of the platform. Like, right. like I, I wanted to know how long the platform was there for on each floor. And was it once a day or twice a day? You know what I mean? Yeah, or like you never really got even, those details.
0: Yeah, it even made it seem like it was a month kind of thing because they kept talking about you have one month here, and it made it seem like it was a monthly thing, or like if it even was a
1: daily thing. But it's I, I, I right. think yeah, like they don't specify. I think it could have been a daily thing because obviously, like if it started at zero and then like it took the entire day, I guess, to, to reach down to oh, the level three hundred yeah. or whatever, and then you remember how at night. The, the platform always zoomed back up, right? Right, right. Okay. Um, so I so guess it, is, it was it, a daily thing.
0: Yeah, so it it, it started off in level zero with the banquet, and each level, people eat from it and eat from it, and then it's basically they they start taking more than what they want because some people end up on lower floors, then the next month end up on higher floors, and it's completely random. And so you, it starts being like this selfish thing. So this guy comes in with like the with the i'm gonna change it all or i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. come out of this a better person than this you know it's basically an experiment testing like the worst in people and yeah but like out to prove but you that see, he, like you know
1: you see but that's the thing though um he did he sign up for the experiment did he know it was experiment he he didn't know he was gonna fucking wake up in, in this like supermax prison or something you know what yeah. i mean
0: it's wild that, like,
1: that's the stuff that's not explained either. But but then he wasn't surprised when he woke up in a prison, you know? And then, uh, like, I guess he thought it was going to be some kind of institution or something because he said, oh, I have to do six months here and then I- I'll get, like, an accredited degree from, you know, like a university or something. So right. he gets his bachelor's if he spends six months in this prison that he had no clue – how it was going to yeah. operate. So when we first see our protagonists, um, uh, they're on like floor 42 or something. And he wakes up with this old guy, right? Um, who we find out is pretty hardcore. So, yes. um, you know, the old guy explains to him, as we just explained to you. So, you you. Know, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> every month yeah. you wake up, um, you know, like on a new floor and, you know, you... You eat whenever you eat, so it's best to kind of fill your belly now. Um, so it, you know, he's like a veteran of the system, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mr. Ovio, right? Which is you know, obvious in Spanish and uh, and Spaniard Spanish, and it was his thing that was great. Ovio, <laughs> like, yeah, if yeah, it was, that, if you say that fucking word again, dude, it was pretty
0: uh, tight though. Like, it, that was a cool, like, well, that's the thing too, like, uh, this movie. It introduces this huge world that we know nothing about, right? And I want to know so much more about it. Yeah, but then, like, it inserts these little details that keep you hooked. Like, that old guy. That old guy kept me hooked because he was so interesting from the jump.
1: I would watch a movie of just the old guy, dude. Yeah, like, I want to see that old guy go through the platform. And and it's great because you know he's been in this system before, right? Because he explains to him the whole process of selecting one item. So... Our protagonist uh, selects a book, right? And the guys like, "Yo, so you selected a book to keep you, you know, safe and company here in this prison." Where the old guy shows him, "Oh, me, I selected this fucking knife." So the old Dude. guy t- takes out this butcher knife and they all, and and the and the y- and the younger guy, the protagonist, he's like, "Wait a minute. In this he has this look of, "Wait a minute. I didn't know you can pick a knife." <laughs> yeah, it's
0: that's what I'm saying, like it's that's so It's wild what, it, shit. It's so wild that this, like, cause I want to know more about, like, what, like, I guess that's a good thing too, right? That it's got such a world that I want to know more about that, that this experiment is apparently public. You know, like, the, like, that guy knew about it enough to volunteer for it, and it has enough pull in this society to, like, get him his diploma, and he thought he was just going to do a six-month stint in it, but getting there is, different like it's like getting the, he didn't know about what was actually going on in there
1: yeah cuz even the woman who helped him fill out the application and and turned him the person he went to to actually apply for this program um decides to go into the program herself mm-hmm. for some reason um and it's wild cuz she doesn't know what she was getting into right uh cuz yeah. you know she, she didn't know about the platform or how it worked. She um, actually, no, I'm sorry. She, I think she knew about the platform system, but th- um, the way she described it was that the table is filled with enough food for everybody to have a serving. So um, if everybody just takes what they need, everybody should be able to eat, right? She thinks there's only like 200 something floors, right? But then, yeah. like, they discover that it's way more than 200 floors, and she kind of like breaks down. When she realizes that it's more than what she was led to believe, and that now um all her hopes are fucking gone. Especially so when the dog, right? Was it the dog? Um yeah. the dog got killed, right? Um so everything was all good and happy for her until her fucking dogs got butchered mm-hmm. by that one lady who who kept looking for her son.
0: Yeah, like it was it's it was weird because like I thought like when the dog was on the table for a second I was like, oh... It's I f- thought the dog was going to go down. Yeah, I w- that w- probably would have been better like than what we did, you know?
1: Yeah, I think they definitely wanted to kind of spice it up a bit with the gore, but I think it was d- d- definitely a more... would have been a more effective way for that dog to go yeah. if he was on the table eating and and the elevator and the platform went down and then the people below grabbed the dog to eat it. That would have been fucking great. Yeah,
0: like... Uh, that's the other thing, yeah. too. Like, uh, you know, I wasn't sure if we were going to spoilers, but it's not really like... A- a spoiler movie, if that makes any sense. Like it, No, it's... No, it's not. It's... And it's not really a tight movie, either. Like, it's under 90 minutes, but it doesn't feel like it's, it's supposed to be 90 minutes. Like, I, I was thinking maybe, like... Maybe, like, a little over an hour, even? Like, because some of this stuff, I'm like, you know... I wanted more with the old guy. You know, we don't, we don't get yeah, enough of the old we, guy. We really don't. We
1: don't get enough of that relationship. I wish... They would have um, honestly
0: that probably probably would have been a good you know movie what, like just that. You know shit. what though,
1: like it just it just feels like this thing is better as a show. Yeah, right. Like a platform show because you have these experiences and these characters that you want more of, and it'd be also better for the protagonist to get fleshed out a little bit more because right now he just. Looks like an idiot. I'm like, yo, you signed like you signed up for this shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: or even then, just like show different people in these floors. You know, like um, maybe it would have been yeah. good, like a a Dracula Jace, where we got like three mini movies as like a season or something, like something that like was like, oh, okay, this is outside of the outside of the hole, inside of the hole, and then I guess. I don't know, the end of the whole or like whatever. Well,
1: yeah, because like I mentioned before to you, I think uh, in in a conversation, um, I want to know more about this universe. Like why is it that we have this platform experiment or platform prison system? Like how is – what kind of penal system um, do you guys have in place that you guys have this kind of – um you know prison system going on you know what i mean like um how is the society operating like i have a bunch of questions about that world because it's a heck of a gimmick to kind of throw together this crazy platform system in in this tower prison pretty much you have all these crazy you have all this opportunity to milk all these crazy characters like the couple for example Yeah, because there's like (laughs) there's a
0: couple that was allowed to be together you know like and then there yeah there
1: are but like yeah but you don't know like you don't know if the couple became a couple in the prison right or they just you know were put there together you know you, you don't get any of that And, and it's hilarious because this woman shits on Ugh, yeah one of the supporting characters when, when he's trying to climb up to the to, to the floor so at one point our protagonist um, gets put with an, with a different prisoner who has a rope and he's like oh my god we're on level six we can actually kind of try to climb up to the top. So he throws the rope over to the above floor and they grab it as he's climbing. They just completely legit like shit. Up. Yeah,
0: like legit. That was that was the the message quote unquote of like you know because it's it's more like one of those sociology uh, sociological oh my god socioeconomic <laughs> kind of viewpoints. It was one of yes. those kinds of film breakdowns where it's like in capitalism, the ones at the top always shit on the ones beneath them, and everyone's just I, up I, yeah for the ones that- you know.
1: Yeah, cuz they always stress that the ones at the top eat better because the food is new. It's clean food. It's not like you're eating scraps like you know, obviously he ended up what, on like floor 202 at one point. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and then uh oh, there was a turn with the old guy when they ended up like, everything was happy-go-lucky. They had a great relationship going on. Um, it was, like, Andy Dufresne and fucking, <laughs> and, and fucking Morgan Freeman at one point, right? right? And then all of a sudden, they get put, I think, on floor 130-something, right? And the old guy, the fucking protagonist wakes up tied to his bed, right? Because the old guy w- w- woke up before he did. He tied this guy up. And he's like, listen, like, you're a young dude. Um, uh, you're going to live long enough this whole month, you know, for us to get through this, but I'm an old guy. I need food to live and all this shit. And it got really dark and it got really kind of really fucking good. Um, this is why we kind of wanted more of that old guy mm. because when the old guy began to carve this guy up, you know, uh, you know, appropriately so, the cause old man had to eat, right? Yeah. Granted too, the old man, he was, he was being nice to me. He's like, listen, I'm going to wait. What is it? I'm going to wait. What is it? Like eight days, something like that. He said, yeah, um he's like i want to i want to wait eight days and if in eight days no food appears on this table i'm gonna cut you up a little bit so i can eat and that you can eat so he was gonna carve him like a piece of his loin out a little strip of you know of of his meat so They both could eat. So, you know, in reality, he was kind of, you know, trying to save their lives, if you think about it. Yeah, it's a funny movie. So, this one woman who keeps traveling up and down the prison looking for this supposed kid, right? Yeah. Which according to – yeah, which is weird, right? Because according to the lady, she came into the program without child or anything like that, right? Yeah. Um, It it
0: was – that's another thing because they established rules that, like – if the food is still in their room, like when the table leaves, then like the their it either the room gets really hot or cold. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it doesn't count people as part of this. Like I, that that was it. Like when that started happening, that started opening up all sorts of weird questions about the you know you know me, and I get I get really stuck in like the rules.
1: <laughs> no, because because it, it's true though. This is like I also got stuck in because you're throwing all these little kind of half details in there about the universe mm-hmm. right about the rules of the place but then you're not kind of following through like like for instance like as you mentioned if you kept a piece of food f- from that platform and the platform went down to, to the next level they would know and the room would start to get hot and burn you alive or it get cold and like you know pretty much freeze you to death mm-hmm. so with this knowledge how is the same system allowing a person to put themselves on the platform and move to whatever level they want lower and lower right yeah. is it is it because hey fuck it like it's on them and they're gonna and they're the ones who are gonna like regret it or is it just a lack of storytelling you know yeah I mean?
0: and that that's where like the that's where all those cracks start to come in it's when it starts to talk about its world that like as soon as the old guy leaves the movie i won't spoil that cuz that, that's a pretty neat scene as soon as the old guy exits <laughs> as soon as he exits it's kind of then it starts to get frayed it starts to like introduce these ideas and never quite explain them further.
1: Yeah, cause, yeah, exactly. They were moving a little bit too fast. Like after the old dude, like, you know, leaves the story. They introduce that woman. And then we get, um, well, what, Baharat, whatever his name was, right? Yeah. So we get two other... Th- we get two other characters plus that woman who keeps going up and down the prison, which becomes an essential character again in the story.
0: Yeah, and then we right? get we get some other like we get some other guy to explain like the the final arc, you know, like the the climax of what they should actually do, you know, and it, yes. this guy wheel wheelchair. That's right.
1: That's right. Yeah, right. yeah he. That's right. Yeah, one of the guys on the other levels. That, um, as they're going down, because the, the whole thing that, that they want to do is they want to see what is on the last level, right? Yeah. Like, how far does this thing go down? Yeah,
0: because they were um, like, their the whole thing was like, the guy gets the idea to uh send a message to the people in the quote unquote administration that, um, yeah, and that's part of the whole socio economical message, too. of like, oh, the, yeah, but the it, it feels empty, though, it, it does it feels empty because I, like because you signed up for it, yeah. I, that's <laughs> what we, I think. It's like that's part of the point, like it, the fact that it feels so empty because it's just the elites, the administration, the yeah.
1: 1%. and But there's no like – Because there's nothing to substantiate his claim yes, and his, yes. his rage towards this administration because yes. it's like, hey, were you some kind of freedom fighter or some kind of like political, you know, like talker that got, you know, picked up by the authorities yes. and now you're put in this kind of prison and then you see how it really is? That's different. But, like, that wasn't the case. No. This guy obviously signed up for it so he can get his fucking bachelor's degree. Yeah, he just wanted so a it, college degree and, you know... Yeah, th- th- that's why it kind of doesn't, like, you don't feel for him, honestly. Because it's like, yo, you put yourself in this situation. This is what the old guy said, too. And, like, he was like, he, he was laughing, he was like, yo, I've been in this place for over a year now, and I haven't gotten a fucking degree. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like, I, mean? I should get two <laughs> degrees for how long I'm gonna... And be. then, yeah... yeah. But that's when the guy realized, oh, wait a minute, like, you killed somebody, and they put you in here? He didn't, see, because he had no clue. He had no clue what he actually signed up for. So he didn't think he'd be in the same room as a murderer. So when the guy told him, I "Was yeah, I killed somebody," and they're like, "Oh wait a minute, you're in the same room as I am. This is not what I signed up for," you know. So then he started being, "Oh, this is not fair. And how can you put somebody like me with you know somebody like you who's a murderer?" And then he his whole thing about um, about his eating stance. Oh, I'm not eating because blah blah blah. Um, you know, and he just got very annoying. You could have done something where if you had the opportunity to do it um the old guy could have served as the backstory he could have filled this young guy in about the administration and how the world used to be and how the world became and all this stuff without even having to kind of add any other characters like it it could have been told um, in conversations between these two characters and they couldn't do that i guess because they only were thinking about the small picture um, instead of the big picture
0: yeah that uh that old guy could have like he was so interesting from the start and he could have been like a good way to to bring us into this world even further because he already yeah was, exactly right? he
1: already had established himself. As like, oh, I'm the veteran here in the prison or I've been here before and I know how this works. So listen to me and and you'll get through this. So pretty much, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, he was the Morgan Freeman to, uh, to Tim Robbins. You know what I mean, but they decided to not do that. And I think they lost a big opportunity when they wanted to progress the story without the old guy and then introduce another character and then another character. It's like, I get it. I get it. Right. Um, but we they could have. Kept the whole movie on with this old guy, and then their relationship of going from floor to floor, and then the dynamic of going from the hundred and thirty second floor to the you know to sixth floor. You know what I mean? So like it would have been cool to kind of see, hey, you t- you had you had me tied up over here, but now you know that, that we're good. We're you know we're supposed to be fine now. You know, so it w- it, w- it would have been really cool to see what they would have done with it, but they had this message that they wanted to push along until the end of the movie. Yeah, the panic...
0: The panna cotta is the message.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the panna cotta is the message.
0: Yeah, like, it was It was really just, like... When they kept saying message and all that stuff, it really... Yeah, it, really it, it got handed. annoying.
1: It got really and, annoying because the whole point yeah. of the panna cotta, which is this really fancy, like, delicate dessert, was to show them that, oh, look, like, you know, th- this is our message, that even the most delicate, expensive dessert, we're not going to eat it. You know what I mean? And... Uh, it's like yeah, yeah, but then was, you know they end up using this thing to to save some little kid.
0: Yeah, like that's what I mean. Like you have a clear, they have a clear idea for what they want the world and the message to be. Yeah, you know, but dude, it's it weird. It, it would have been dope if general. they'd
1: done like a dread or raid thing where every floor they had to combat. You know, these different kind of like killers. <laughs> I and I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be awesome, dude, and then how, it kind of like, wasn't.
0: <laughs> dude, I got. S- yeah, I got so excited towards that last part when they started hitting people. And I was like, oh, is yep. this where the movie's going? Or are they going to go up to floor zero and beat the shit out of all the people on top? You know?
1: Yeah, that, that would have been nice.
0: Yeah, like, uh, you ever see that movie? Um, oh man, I'm blanking on it now. It's, it's one where, uh, I forget, I, I forget what the woman's name is, but it's, it's like these fighters, like it's these women who, who are locked
1: into these rooms. And they have to oh f- raise raise yes yes yeah 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 that was a good movie dude yeah because like, like I it's a bummer of an ending though man. yeah
0: but that I thought that's what we would get here you know like, yeah because it made sense yeah we they it would fight sense, all the like, way through the top fight and then you know then get taken out or something
1: fight to the top of the elite right to get to the you know th- you know the the rich people providing this food right right but then like but then again it's like it's a prison system. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, so it doesn't seem because, according to what these people have done, and as snippets of what you hear, people are criminals. You know what I mean? Like, murderers and shit. So, they belong in this prison system. So, this is what I'm saying. We go back. <laughs> yeah, it goes all the way back. Yeah. We go all the way back in a circle, which is another movie we, <laughs> we were going to talk about. We go back in a circle and go back to the question like, how is this society run that this is where we're at? At this point in time in this prison system, right? Yeah. Like, how is it that this guy is going to get a fucking degree to spend six months in this, in this, um, what he thinks is just another correctional facility?
0: Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, the movie is entertaining itself for, like, giving us all these questions about, like, what, like, what the world around it's supposed to be, more so than the
1: movie yeah but that's not that's but that's, that's the problem yeah, right that's, that's a, the
0: problem that's the film lover's way of watching a movie where i'm like i want to know more but at the same time like there's not enough and that yeah, but like that's, uh, that's what you know, it, yeah, exactly. that is like, the message like there's just not enough here there's not enough food to go around here
1: yes exactly <laughs> like like you wanted to they, exasper, they exasperated the whole message yes like If they would have kept it with less characters, like again, again, I go back to the old guy because he was strongest one, you know. Like I, I get um Baha Rob because it came down to the you know the action stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so I get that, but you could have inserted that character later on and still had the same effect, honestly. But if you would have prolonged that old guy some more, so we as the audience could have um known a bit more of his past as well. Um. By knowing more of his past, we would know more about the world oh, around them, yeah,
0: right? Like if that's if there's the best argument in that one speech he gets about his past dude, where he explains how he ended up there. and it's such a good speech. like it's it's so well written. And it's so like even in Spanish and like translated to English, you know what I mean? The fact that he ended up in here not because the knife—like you thought he like he was talking about these knives—and you're like, oh, is it the fact that he stabbed somebody? No, it's that he threw his TV out the window because he was pissed off at the knives. You know? Yep. And yep. like, and then, and then the reveal is that he brought the knife with him. Like it's such like a that.
1: And That's then- when shit got dark. That's when he became like that. That mean version of Bilbo Baggins in Lord of the Rings, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, where he's like, you know, like, first he's all kind of kooky with the Ovio, and he's just, like, the veteran. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. He, he was like, oh, that old guy comedy relief you get, like, in a lot of Spanish movies, right? Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. This guy was an antagonist. Um, and I'm not gonna say anything more about him because it's, it's actually the best part of the movie is this old guy, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and uh, But just, it's... Overall, though, overall, just to wrap up this movie, overall, it was a good idea. Yeah. Um, It's just they wanted to give you more than they should have given you yes um they wanted to kind of start this whole expansive like message about this universe you live in but it's like hey you're not giving us information about the universe you're only giving us the information about this prison yeah so if if you keep it at the prison then it would have been more successful
0: yeah the best way to explain like the best metaphor is like in the movie itself right like they gave us floor zero and we were, like, on for like, one-something. Like, yeah. maybe there is some food there, but it's like, uh, I'm still hungry.
1: <laughs> yeah, because by the time it hits floor 100-something, you get scraps, right? Yeah. Yeah. You get scraps, and then you get thrown a bone here and there every now and then. But you got to dig for it, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's a it, it's a cool movie. it's You know you have nothing else to do in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, so we're uh, – Go watch The Platform, man.
0: Another good one uh, that's a bit speedier in terms of death games and in terms of its rules, like tighter. Uh, circle. You can actually find that on Netflix too. Not the Circle, yes, which is that reality show that that's not
1: bad, but not what we're talking Wait, the about. Circle, the Circle. Oh, that's yeah. I was wait a minute. I was like, is that the Tom Hanks movie with uh, fucking Hermione Grant? Oh, that's another one too,
0: right? That's another one that's called Circle or some shit. Right? Yeah. It's some
1: Yeah, some shit like that, right? Yes. But the uh, the one you're referring to is that stupid show, a reality show they have on Netflix, <laughs> yeah. also called the Circle. Yeah. But this movie is called Circle. Yes. And um, it's very cool. It kind of it throws you right into it. Off the bat, you're like, you don't know what's going on, but... You don't have time you don't have to time. figure out yep. what's going on. Like you are on the same lines as these these actors and these characters in this movie. Um, They don't know what's going on and they have just as much time to figure out what's going on as you do the viewer, which I think was really cool. Yes. Because you're like, yo, like these people only have, what was that, like, a, like two minutes?
0: Yeah, it was like, it was, I it's like every, every, yeah, I think it's every two minutes or every 90 seconds or something like that. It's even tighter than that. Like it's like so the whole thing is like this, you're in this weird space with like um I I forget how many people there are it's a bunch right?
1: Yeah, it's um dude it was like twenty something people or something like that. Yeah, like, like 24, 25 people in one room. Yes, yeah, more.
0: So maybe it's like every minute or something like that. It, it's it's something wild like every two minutes. I think it's every two minutes. I think you're right. Like um and every two minutes uh, this light goes around in a roulette and if it hits if it hits you you die.
1: Yeah. but it's it goes around but you can't see it go around right yes. like th- they it's some kind of alien technology where they where you the person can see it go around and you have control of where the light's gonna stop um so uh, essentially it makes this a death game per vote right mm-hmm. by voting so y- you get to vote who dies pretty much so they take this into account. And consideration in the story, and figure hey, listen, like if we are choosing who's dying, let's at least control who we're choosing. That way, it would give us more time to think about what the hell's going on here. And they start, uh, you know, with the elderly people, you know, yeah. um, who th- then again, They they start fighting back and like wait a minute like who the fuck are you to be you know saying let's kill us elderly people here so you get into a back and forth which I think is pretty. You know, it's pretty neat um, and entertaining, especially because the guy starting all the, you know, like all the riffraff is a piece of shit little, little dickhead, right? Like, yeah. who the fuck are you to be fucking telling everyone what to do? No. Um, and it's very cool because this movie is works in a way where when one person is talking tons of shit and you know it's like they're a piece of shit. You know, everyone's voting for that guy to get killed. So you get a lot of successful, you know, kills here because of just the people getting killed. Are the right people getting killed at the time? Yes. Right? Right. But, um, you know, it's still ongoing, so it never stops. It's not like a Saw game where the game stops for a while as you progress into the next room. Yes. This is an ongoing kind of thing. So every two minutes or whatever it is, every 90 seconds, this, like, circle, this orb in the middle of the room is going to flash some kind of, you know, alien, like, charge of electricity and kill you on the spot there's no time to really Mm -hmm. gather yourself up as an audience or even as characters while you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on whether this is an alien invasion thing whether this is a man-made kind of death game Mm -hmm. whether it's military government you don't you have no fucking clue which is cool like you begin to notice that it's a bit alien because of just how everything looks and the technology being used seems a bit foreign so that's the only time you really go oh this is an actual alien event going on what do you think about the ending of that movie so uh,
0: i i think it has the like it has the same problem as the platform but what it succeeds in is that it doesn't try to explain too much because like the platform like fails itself because it tries to give too much and it just doesn't do enough of that you know and it, it gives you it gives you so much that you want more and there's you know and there's not enough there but in Circle, you get nothing but like the base essentials of like the game, yeah, and like the base essentials of the characters. Like the characters are are just like, you know, you get one or two sentences with them each, you know, and it's up to it's up to like you basically find out about them like if they're in there long enough.
1: And- yeah, exactly, because that's all the time you really have with them. You know yeah. what I mean, so like they they do a good job of of establishing these characters quick enough. Where you as an audience can also make your vote, per se. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah. So,
0: like, so when it ends, it's kind of like it leaves you in a weird place because it's like, you know, the guy who, you know, it's implied that he's either doing this for fun or like he's working with the aliens or whatever. You see a bunch of circle ships and you're like, oh, it is alien. But, like, it doesn't leave you with as many questions. I feel like satisfied enough with it as it is, as like
1: just. yeah. So also with that though, is that was that post abduction or pre-abduction? I know that was post. That was post abduction. So he won this quote-unquote game, yes, right? Yes. And then he gets left out, right, or gets put back on the street. And the people who were there on the street with him were they also the survivors of this game? Oh
0: yeah, they. Uh, the, that's what I took out of it. It was just like they all survived right? this this game. You
1: know? Yeah, that's what I also. Took out of it too, but like it, it left you with a question like, oh, is this gonna be like an ongoing circle, you know, of uh, you know, of just abductions until they w- w- whittle out all humanity, yeah. You know I and mean? like,
0: but that's that's the good, like, because it's sci fi, it gets away with that, and Because sci fi, you always get that kind of stuff, right? You get those those bleak, like, what if endings, and it works for the circle, like I said, I think it's because. It doesn't give you enough about its world to be curious about how everything works. You get enough of what works, like what you're supposed to focus on, because you get the death game and you get the you, you get the rules explained. You figure it out immediately, and it's not a it's not like a complicated game. The, it, there's no like mystery floors. It's just you and the people in these room, and then that's it. And when it ends, yeah, it ends. and
1: that's it. Yeah, I hope you I hope you enjoyed the little conversation we had about uh, the platform um, and Circle. Um, it's just two options on uh, one of the many streaming services available to all you guys out there. Um, stay inside, watch movies. Uh, there's no reason for you guys to go out. And once again, I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Nick Fialda You can check us out uh, on all of the social feeds: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and also, big thanks to Glenn Morowski for the intro music. He's working out some outro music, so I'm excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and of course, uh, it's a scary world out there, especially these times. Uh, but we're here to walk you through it. But you have to also do your part.